This, 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 this is mythical. Ear Biscuits is supported by Live Nation. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, yeah. Alanis Morissette, okay. Cage the Elephant. Why not? Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, it's September. We're doing some sex talk once again. Was that a sex noise? <laughs> but it, could, it could be. It was just kind of an echo. Okay. You ever made your wife echo? <laughs> In the canyons? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so third year in a row, we're talking about sex. We've, we've done it differently, not just sex, but talking about sex every year. This year, uh, we're, we're gonna do a couple episodes, this week and next week, where we're using your prompts, your, your questions, your comments to kind of fuel the conversation. This mm-hmm. week, it's all about kinks, y'all. It's all about kinks, 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 kinks. That's the Kink Canyon. Yeah. Kinks Canyon. You ever been on a hike in Kinks Canyon? Uh-uh. Lincoln Kinks Canyon? <laughs> yeah, your name rhymes with kink, so it seems like you'd be all about the kinks. I can butt right up against it. Ooh. Depending on... You know, uh, you, you want to keep, you wanna keep uh, sex stuff fresh. You want to keep it exciting. You want to... Uh-huh. So, I, at least I do. So, for me, I like to be exposed to new things, and I like to expose myself to new things, Well, I, literally. I, I actually think that that is a really good principle. So I'm curious today. For people who have been uh, married and screwing the same person for a very long time. Yes. Uh, and, and I think- uh, That's what we've been I, doing. I'll speak for myself. I'll speak for you in a second. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something that you don't know I'm gonna tell you about. But I'll speak for myself and say that I think- About me? Yeah, that my sex life has gotten uh, better and better over m- my wife and you know Jesse and I's sex yeah. life has gotten better and better over the years. And I think that one of the things is, you know, learning You're each other and that kind of thing. with just her? Yeah, just her. Yeah, me and, too, uh, with my wife. Yep, thanks for clarifying. But I do think that the paced out sort of boundary pushing, not not pushing too fast, too quick, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not going too slow and just doing the same thing every time, just yeah. like slowly experimenting over the years and trying to pace that out over the course of your marriage until you get yeah. to that part of your marriage where you don't even wanna have sex anymore, like when you get old, like real old. That's a myth, man. Man, when you're like 88. I mean, people, I'm sure there's 88-year-olds having sex, but I'm just saying their drive to have sex goes way down when you get to be elderly. I'm not talking about that. I, mean, well, I, don't, I don't mean to get ahead of myself here, but gerontophilia is the kink classified as an erotic age orientation where a person is sexually attracted to elderly people. Elderly people. <laughs> elderly people. 
uh, while it's well, common I'm for tall, people I'm to die early anyway. romantically gravitate towards people who are older than them, for example, um, you know, you could have a twenty-something person being attracted to somebody in their late forties. That could happen. That's a you hear of that, but that's not really. Th- I thought you were talking that, about like grandma, that's not grandpa's gerontophilia thing. because. Older does not always equal elderly. Right. That's when you want to philia a jantra. <laughs> are attracted to people age 65 years and older. Yeah, yeah, gray hairs. I think it has something. White hairs. Well, let's not say gray hairs. But I think it has something to do with the discounts, the fast food discounts. Ooh, yeah, you know? right. You go, to, you go to Carl's Jr. or Hardee's, you get that. Man. You get that uh, little discount, on some, discount on some hash browns, and it makes some you jalapeno makes poppers. You, makes you a little jalapeno horny. <laughs> makes you a little jalapeno pop. Okay, so yeah, there's people who okay. who who. who what like I'm the, getting at is, I think one of the reasons that this, these are the things you're going to learn today. This type of discussion is is healthy, and well, and how I'm going to apply it personally is that. I'm like, okay, what things can I take from these suggestions and bring them back to the bedroom? Have a consultation with my wife, see if she's open to any of these things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're gonna you have add, a clipboard. You, yeah, for I'm, that? I'm very scientific. I wear a lab coat when I have sex. <laughs> okay, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, but just a lab coat. Yeah, I'm completely naked, Is and it I o- wear a it, white lab coat. It opens I'm like, in the front. I'm the professor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm the do- the doctor is clocking in. That's it opens in the front, and it f- it flips up. In the yeah, back. I can flip it up. I flip it up if I want to show my ass. Right, right. <laughs> Sometimes I wear a stethoscope. Um, oh, so but but is the it battery power. The thing I wanted to tell you, my friend, we're all right. We're already getting into it. Is uh, that uh, we both have done this? We neither one of us have ever grabbed. No, I have this I've, no, part. I no. I never grabbed the the nodes. Check the tape. My, I've done it before. I like to make sure it's tight. But I actually was doing it before you, and I was thinking it's oh, contagious. I, I think I'm doing it sexually. It's like yawning. It's like nipples. No, but you hadn't done it, mm. and then you did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here like fondling my my mic nipples. Mic nipples, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, He's gathering himself. <laughs> <laughs> we recently we recently had sex in the same bed. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got the exact response I was hoping for from Jenna's face. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. And uh, see my face. <laughs> not at the same time. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Gotcha. Uh, so, and your it, wife. Could that your, be? Your wife is the one who pointed this out in our group thread, by the way. She said it was the first time. And I was like, it probably that really, that's it probably no, there's no the way that time. could be the first time. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I think maybe it's the first time. I mean. It's the first time that I can confirm that to be I've true. never slept in one of your beds. Like I've never slept, never slept I've never like one house beds. sat and slept nope. in your bed. Nope. Um, or vice versa. Well, let me tell you how I know. Uh, because you didn't even have to tell me that you had sex in that bed for me to know you had sex in that bed, which is the part of the story that you didn't know I was gonna tell. <laughs> what is going on? Well, well, give them the context. Uh, Link and I recently, uh, with our wives and some uh, other close friends, took a little weekend getaway trip up to beautiful Big Sur. Oh, the what best, a wonderful place. One of the best places in the world. It's just the fact that you can drive there in a half a day from where we're at. Redwoods. It's wonderful. Beautiful weather. 
Just a great energy up there. Just a great energy. And, a, and an amazing coastline, pristine. We stayed at a little place where uh, everyone is in kind of individual cabins. It's the third year Christian I've been there. We kind of have a pilgrimage. Uh, first, I, so this is the third. Shout out to Glenn Oaks. Yes, third time that Jesse and I had been to Big Sur, but first time that we had been to this particular place. Beautiful spot. And um, we, we were staying with our friends in a kind of a group of cabins, and then uh, everyone left. And y'all were going to go to a different place and stay a couple of extra days. Jesse and I had not really planned well in advance. But basically that last day, we were like, let's just see if we can stay here at this place an extra day. Mm -hmm. And the place that we were staying uh, was like a two bedroom place with a you know with some other friends and so we didn't want to that was we didn't want to stay there we we wanted to stay in the place that y'all stayed because it's like its own little individual cabin yeah and then we checked and it was available backing up a second the last day that we were there mm -hmm. uh huh uh Jesse and I the last day that I was there or the last day you we were, were there? all there okay we were okay. all there you were still there that that's key. You know, there's that little, they call it the fairy circle, which is where the, it, it really- It's like 14 or 15 redwood trees in a circle. You can stand in the middle of it, you can look up. You think there's 14 to 15 I trees count, there? I counted them. Oh, if you count the one, the little ones on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, but the big ones, there's like eight big ones. Okay. In the middle, that's, I mean, the little, little ones, I'm not counting the little ones. They look like, look like a pine tree. But it's- <laughs> It's a phenomenon that when a redwood grows and then I think it it basically it dies but then it has it has its children trees around it and so then it creates this like cathedral and it happens a number of places in the in that part of the world and naturally it's, it's awesome. It's like literally walking into nature's cathedral. Yeah. Which incidentally is that not where you took the photo the your selfie that is your James in the yeah. shame? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so my like my single covers for the for the my album. I was I was trying to figure out what am I because I've got my album cover for the EP, but I was like, what am I going to do for the singles? And I was like, oh, I'll just cool use picture. one of these pictures that I took yeah. it in the in that fairy circle. The I other, didn't have sex in the fairy circle. You didn't, but Jesse and I were in the fairy circle together, and we were like, should we? What is that noise? Oh. What is that noise? What is that? Ah! <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> yeah, and what I don't. Happening? And honestly, I don't know if it was you or your wife, but I heard y'all fucking, man. I heard y'all fucking coming out y'all's cabin Are you into the fairy circle, and there was like music playing, but then there was some like. And I was like, I honestly, I can't tell if that's Link or Christy. I can't tell. Don't embarrass me. And, <laughs> Don't embarrass me. And, and uh, yeah, so first of all, congratulations. Well, uh, it sounded what, what, like someone was having a great time. <laughs> and, and, and we were like. that's not something that's happened either. It's not like we've. We weren't listening heard in. Each other. It's like, you know, sometimes like you just hear somebody having a conversation and you're like, well, I mean, yeah. I'm here. They're at the table next to us. Let's, let's listen in. No, but we didn't do that. We didn't listen in. We laughed and then we like walked to a different area. We, we didn't like, I didn't stick around for, for the full show. Was it like, ah, that's me. 
seconds. There's a little glottal fry in it. it oh, I gotta say, oh, it's oh, it was. That's also me. It was a li- been known to do that. I, I was gonna say it was a bit cartoonish. <laughs> so it must have been you. <laughs> yeah, there was glottal in there. Oh, I was like, whoa. It was the pitch of it was like I don't know if that's a male or female voice. <laughs> And I've never heard them have sex before, but they seem to be. We, we well, had, actually, I think you're talking about when we invited uh, mm. Grover the Muppet <laughs> yeah. to, to join our festival. I will say, the first thing that crossed my mind when I heard it was that someone was in trouble. <laughs> I was like, someone's in trouble. Someone's hurt. Don't run into that burning building. It was like somebody stepped on a nail. It was that was the first thing when the sound <laughs> well, first started. Well, it's a little bit bigger than a nail. <laughs> <laughs> and then it resolved, and I was like, "Oh, someone's having sex." Oh, oh those step, that someone is Lincoln. Step on Christie. my nail, baby. And uh, yeah, step so on my nail. I heard you. I heard your nail getting stepped on, and uh, and then I walked away. But then it hit me the next night when I was fucking my wife's brains out. Um, that I was doing it in the, <laughs> I was doing it in the same bed that you had did they, the night before. Did they change the sheets, well, I wonder? I, it's a hotel, man. Yeah, they changed the sheets. Was there evidence of that? Uh, they were fresh. They okay. didn't smell like Grover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't... Hey, better to be... I mean... I feel a little bit closer to you and your wife. Uh, okay. <laughs> Because the thing is, is that I got closer to you and your wife. My wife and I got closer to you and your wife, but your wife and I didn't get closer to us because y'all went first. So it's like right. if you drink a drink after somebody, you are, you're getting a little bit of them, but they're not getting a little bit of you. So yes. I'm open to returning the favor next year. Uh, I'll pick a room. Thanks for the offer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not and, what and I want, I, and I want you to understand. I don't want it to be on that my mind. This is not the. It, I don't believe that this means that we're going to have sex in the same bed at some point. Like that's not where this is heading. I'm just letting you know. It's just it's. We've been friends for 39 years. We've been married for 23, 24 years, however long. And uh, this is a first for us. And I just wanted to say I'm celebrating it. Um, I feel close. I feel. I feel so much closer to you. <laughs> okay. And I don't know if that's a kink, having sex in a bed where your best friend just had sex. I mean, like 24 hours before. Um, so hold I don't know. I did, hold on. I just remembered. I did step on a nail. No, I didn't. I just said, you stepped on a nail in Colorado. We didn't talk about that. Oh, well, let's talk about that. You did step on a nail. <clears throat> but it didn't, didn't hurt me. Well, can I say one more thing before we get into talking about? I kids. really thought that I was in my own space and that you know you you can make you when you're out, when you're out in the woods it's revving just, it up. It's an old cabin, not a lot of insulation. I think you may have had the window open to be honest with you. It was very clear. <laughs> uh, oh man! Can I say something? I and, like vocalizations and. Uh, Jamie, Jenna, and feel free to uh, give me your perspective on this because I'm going to throw something out there that okay. may be controversial. But I think it gives me if if it feels like it gives me a little like freedom for us to just be honest as we discuss the kinks, right? Okay. So 
obviously, um, kink shaming is a thing that, as we have gotten more comfortable talking about kinks publicly, and I'm talking about we as a culture, Mm-hmm. The idea of avoiding kink shaming has come up, right? Yep. So you don't want to make it. What is it? You, you don't, don't want to yuck someone's yum. You don't want to yuck someone's yum. That's right. You don't want to make someone feel less than because they're into something that you're not into. Right. And I should, you know, I'll, I, I'll define a kink right quick. Okay. Just to give that context. A kink is the use of non-conventional sexual practices, concepts, or fantasies. The term derives from the idea of a bend, i.e. a kink, in one's sexual behavior to contrast such behavior with like more expected or understood or you could even say vanilla uh, sexual mores. And it's in contrast to a fetish, which is a sexual attraction to objects or body parts of lesser sexual importance or none at all, like feet, toes, or certain types of clothing. Um, So those two things are very different. So that's what a, a kink okay. is, is like, um, you know, being turned on by something that's not like mainline s- sex. And can I just say that I think that what makes a kink a kink by the very definition that you just gave us is the fact that it isn't conventional. It isn't traditional. It's a little bit subversive. That's what makes it interesting to me. Yeah. So I, I don't subverting expectations. I guess what I'm saying is that like why normal practice. Maybe I'm misunderstanding kink shaming. I'm not trying to shame anybody. If you're but if you're into something that's like weird and I have like a ew or a ha, like I don't know how to react to it, isn't that because it's subversive and unconventional and non-traditional? And isn't that what makes it interesting and a kink and great for you? Like why does why does everyone have to accept your kink? Isn't the point that it's not accepted by everybody? That's what makes it a kink. That's what makes it cool, man. Like, I, I just don't understand. Why, why do we have to be like... It could be part of Every single thing that every single person is into is good. It's like, well, no, every single thing that everything is into, that's your thing. Just do it. Who cares what people think about right. it? Right. I think it's there's a difference. I think the line is not having an honest reaction to it, but then having a judgment about it. But I might have so, a judgment about it. Okay, like a judgment about the person if who likes li- it. If, if 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 I found out that you like to shit in somebody's mouth, oh, I would be like, dude, that's gross. Because I think it's gross. But it, do I think it's like wrong, or I think you should? That's not on our it? list, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's weird, man. It's weird to want to shit in somebody's mouth. That's okay to be weird. It's okay to be subversive. It's okay if you do something that not everyone does that people think is gross. Why, why, why do we have this additional insistence that you got to think that me shitting in someone's mouth is cool? Is that, or am I misunderstanding kink shaming? It's more of like, mo, like people that kink shame will not add the, but that's cool for you after. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the distinction. It's like, if you make fun of something or if you're at like, you're like making them the butt of the joke because they're into this. And now you're like, I view you in a different light. And okay, now you're yeah. weird. It's like, that's the distinction. Whereas where what you said, you're like, I think that's gross, but you do you like, I'm glad that you found what you're into. I completely yeah, understand. That, yeah, I don't per, disagree. The personal judgment. I don't disagree. But I also think, but we can't, we have to reserve the right to have a just a reaction to the practice. It's yeah. separated from from the from the practicer. But 
Well, I guess ultimately what I'm saying is that like, but if somebody feels a little bit shamed or a little bit judged because of someone's reaction to their kink, I kind of still think that's part of the kink. I, that's ultimately what I'm saying. I think it's okay. It's part of human culture. It's like well, things yeah, that are weird, I, I, things I that are outside saying. of the norm. I think it should be expected that, it. that you're going, <laughs> that if you are subverting expectations, you're you're going to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. That's kind of part of the, that. The definition. If everyone starts doing something, it's no longer a kink. Then by you the do, definition, you got to do something else. I don't know. Maybe I'm misinterpreting it. And but I don't that's think. Just... And I think the thing that I'm curious about and interested in is the development, experiencing new things in a consensual environment. Mm-hmm. With you know, obviously, consent is par- paramount. You know, when you're involving other, another party or parties, I guess, you know. So now that that's being said. I think a similar way to look at it, if if I may, is just you like may. You may, how, of course. Uh, Don't even ask. Kind of like um, when you see Americans go to different cultures and try different foods and make a very gross, over-the-top hatred of a certain culture's food that is very much loved there and it is their own thing. It's like you can dislike something but be respectful of the said thing. Yes. I yeah. get that. Right. Right. I get that. I have it my personality's different. So, oh, I hate the taste of this. My personality's yeah. different. Like if if somebody tasted something that I really liked, like I would be like, come on man, you should like this. But if they were like grossed out by it, it would just be more I guess I could I could see that because I it would be kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be kind of annoying. And for me, it's like, oh, I hate the taste of this. Is different than I hate you for liking this. I you know? yeah, that's true. That's the you know, there's a big leap and a, a strong line that we're not going to cross. Now, if you want to feel like you're having sex with us present or in our special place oh here we go Good of work promo well then yep you can buy the gmm the scent of set yeah you can have sex with this candle right um burning yeah you can probably it, have sex with this candle i don't know smells, we may get to that it later it smells like the set which <laughs> means we're going to talk about wax it sounds it smells like all the things on our set including our two bodies and it's uh, and we put our musk in there and it's good it is a good smell you can get this thing at Mythical.com, and you can you can drip it on your body, which is a kink. Yeah, you can if you want hot wax on your body, it could be the hot wax of of GMM set. There's ways. There's certain. Um, I Don't use this. I I would not tell people that they can do that. Yeah. Oh, this is a <laughs> soy candle. You're saying it might Candle? not be the right wax. It might not be the right wax, and it's like not you made guys, for certainly, that. if you don't know how to do it, if if you need you need if you don't know how to do it, well, it's not <laughs> wax the play. The scent of set is not made for sex. Wax play involves dripping hot candle wax onto a sexual partner. It is a thing. Yes. Yeah, it depends on the type of wax, and then also you want to make sure, just as a disclaimer, blow the candle out before you pour. The yes, wax. yes. Blow the candle There's, out before you. Okay. There's a way to go about candle dripping. There's nothing sexual on, on the bottom of our <laughs> candle. It doesn't say. Right, yeah, yeah. Don't tell people to do that, and then they do it, and they don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do not put this candle in your ass. 
because it is. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have a way. It doesn't it's have glass. a. It's glass. It's glass. It's glass, and it doesn't have a a, a handle to this be able to pull it, it out. You'll this definitely not, be going to the ER. Just sm- smell this mm-hmm. while you're having sex. You'll be the story of the month at the <laughs> ER if you put our candle up your ass. Um, also, on your first burn, don't trim the wick and keep it lit for two to three hours. Trimming the wick is also a kink. It's after it's circumcision, <laughs> and I'm I'm a participant. I don't even I don't even endorse it. I didn't have a choice. Ear Biscuits is supported by Superfeet. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Well, guess what? Your feet don't have to hurt. When you add the signature orthotic shape of Superfeet insoles to your shoes, you give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain on your entire body, not just your feet. Superfeet insoles are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. Since 1977, Superfeet has helped millions of people worldwide experience the life-changing magic of comfy, pain-free feet. Superfeet insoles upgrade the fit, feel, and function of your footwear to help you feel your best. The signature orthotic shape of Superfeet gives your feet the right type of support where you need it most. Physicians not only recommend Superfeet to their patients, they wear Superfeet insoles in their own shoes. Superfeet is the number one doctor worn and recommended insole. Superfeet has thousands of five-star reviews and is the insole of choice for top athletes on the field, on the ice, and on the slopes and everywhere in between. Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe, and every foot. From cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive, you can dial in your fit by taking their quick online quiz. We took the quiz, we've got our, mm-hmm. our insoles coming, they're on their way. You just answer a few short questions and Superfeet will recommend the best insole choice for you. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code EAR at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. I, I kind of. There are times I wish I wasn't circumcised now. What times are those? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel because like, I I completely agree. Because like I don't know. It feels like that that having you know, a full sheath more protection. For having me, a full sheath seems cool for the for the for the special. I th- parts. also think it. Make, I think you can last longer because it's like having a built-in condom. It's not. It, not. It's, it's like having a built-in condom stay, with a hole in the end. It's not, it doesn't work like that. How, I don't even know how. Have you ever seen a, an erect, uncircumcised penis? I guess. Well, that little mushroom head that it, that you might have. No, but when you doesn't, do, I mean. It I do pop, have. It pops out, but it then it goes back in to the foreskin. The foreskin is right there the whole time. So what I'm saying is, it's like having a condom that's that <laughs> but has, only has goes the, on the end cut off that's going up and down as you have sex. <laughs> and I think, but you it can only last goes longer on with when a you condom. pull out. Yeah, but that's enough. That's I, like, this is what I'm curious it's about. It's fifty percent coverage. I've never. It's like a condom that's on fifty percent of the time <laughs> right. and doesn't have and and, and and the semen would just goes right out. <laughs> the it's totally ineffective <laughs> as a condom. God's I will condom. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> like foreskin is not God's condom. It's God's ineffective <laughs> condom. <laughs> God's condom. I'm saying for the sake of uh, lasting we, longer. We know so little. Hold on, I just everything I just said is true, man. <laughs> no, you said it was God's condom. I mean, you said that. That was a euphemism. <laughs> was it like that? Yeah, because that was me. No, that sounded exasperated. Okay. Oh. No. 
Um, <laughs> it's more like that. All right. Let's get to some voicemails. We're, we're too far into this. Let's get to some juicy, juicy. There was a problem playing this audio file. Let me try again. I think it's because I maybe I preloaded it. Oh, yeah. Then you got to refresh. Right, let, me, let me try that again. I thought I was doing something smart by having it preloaded. Juicy, juicy. Okay, so for GME, Link mentioned something about a butt plug and then never said anything else about it, so I'm going to need an explanation for that. Yeah, you deserve one. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, on on Good Mythical Evening, maybe it was in the Good, Good Mythical Evening more, I teased that I was going to finally talk about my experience using a butt plug, if, in fact, I did. Uh-huh. Um, because last year, during our Sex Timber conversations in this venue, mm -hmm. we interviewed uh, Emily from the podcast Sex with Emily, which uh, we recommend if, if you want um, a more knowledgeable... You ought to hear her talk about a circ uncircumcised penis. Yeah, it would probably be informative and not just dumb. She probably wouldn't call it God's condom. <laughs> Uh, she, she was a great guest. We learned a lot, and she mailed us some toys, uh -huh. including a butt plug, because that's when I learned that you had used one, and I felt betrayed because you hadn't told me. And I felt like I was behind, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Pun intended. And I had to catch up. Well, that's not how it works. Also, you don't have to. Pun, pun intended. Yeah. It's fine. Um. First thing I did was I took the butt plug and I, I, I slathered it with ketchup. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, you got to make sure this thing is totally lubed up. Better than mustard. <laughs> <laughs> butt mustard. <laughs> Bust a nut with butt mustard. Can we say Available at mythical.com. <laughs> butt mustard. <laughs> so it's mustard-flavored lube? Uh, no, it's just yellow lube. Okay. But it doesn't sting. Stingless butt mustard yeah, okay. from your friend's Rhett Link. <laughs> it's the same consistency as mustard, so it just like you can just kind of you squirt it and it just stays in a pile. <laughs> it's for those who want. You got to shake it up first, so you those don't who get want that, their like, lube to be more viscous. That, that like that like just off yellow pre. Put it on your wiener. Ah! That's our slogan. Double high five. But, oh, come on. I'm yeah. going to spread my no, fingers. Come on, man. What's, what, what are you, you hiding something? Here? Hold on. You, you, I'm holding you, on to the chair. You got your left hand in your pocket. You're, are you I, about to bring out the butt plug? No, it's, it's with on With mustard my, all over it. It's on my hand. Now available. I was grabbing, I was grabbing the, you know, you know, okay, hey. Anyway, one high five. Here we go. Put it on your wiener. Butt mustard. Put it on your wiener. Yeah. Stevie would like this. Put it on your buns. This is her kind of humor. Put it on your buns. Put it in your wiener. Put it on your. Put it in your buns. Put it on your wiener. Butt mustard. Mythical.com. Back before we realized we didn't want to do a ghost kitchen, we were talking about doing Rutlink's wieners as a as a. We got pretty far down that line, actually. Well, we checked it out and we realized that um, we couldn't get we couldn't make good food wieners. that we really liked. It's hard to make good wieners. And this, of course, now everybody's ghost kitchens. Everybody's talking about um, you know the Mr. Beast burger and his lawsuit against his own yeah situation because his burger quality control man quality control. And I got to toot our own wiener horn here. <laughs> uh, we backed out. We totally pulled out of the idea. 
And but the idea was Rhett and Link's wieners. Seriously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna have a hot dog, you were gonna have a hot dog, Stevie was gonna have a hot dog, Josh was gonna have a hot dog. There was all these signature hot dogs. And plus I don't really like hot dogs. I was like, this I'm gonna have to really like this hot dog if I'm gonna start selling hot dogs. We also were like in the middle of the pandemic when everyone is doing takeout. I'm a hot dog guy, and never once have I gotten a hot dog takeout because it's like, well, you right. get this hot dog that's gonna get like be Soggy transported dogs. to your house right. over the course of thirty minutes. Like, so, you, you don't want that. Are we still calling it butt mustard if it's if it's just lube? I mean, it's 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 not just for your butt; it's for your wiener yeah, or anything. But the implication is that we or we will want you to put it in your butt. But I think that okay, it comes with a it comes with a little applicator applicator. So um, Emily sent us a butt plug, and just one. Yeah, and I, I scooped that thing up because apparently you already have one, uh-huh. and uh, it was a nice, got a couple deep purple color, and it kind of had. It was. Kinda, it's kind of. I wish I would have brought it. Me, me too. I wish you had. <laughs> How weird would that be? I mean, it's it's thoroughly washed. Mm-hmm. But just like those sheets up in Big Sur. <laughs> uh, do you pull the sheets back though? No, man, I didn't look under the sheets. <laughs> Don't look under the sheets. I didn't even honestly. I didn't think about it until after. And then your wife is the one who sent the text. By the way, on yeah. our thread. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Let's see. I so I had this thing for a while. And I didn't use it. You're just sitting there looking at it on the counter. And then I decided, you know, I don't want to use it. Yeah, I left it on the counter. I put it on. It was on the mantelpiece. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the box in my in my bathroom drawer. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I finally was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this thing in me. <laughs> like we gotta, I gotta, right. I gotta get right. out of the drawer That's and I gotta into my rectum. Yeah. And because I'm just curious about it, you know, she, she was I'm trying to remember how big this thing was. She was saying. She was saying that you know you could get quite a quite a euphoric effect from it, and I don't remember what you said to back it up. Hmm. <laughs> we're, so, we're so silly. Um, I don't know. I think I said that it was enjoyable to some degree, but not like my go-to thing. Yeah, try it every once in a while, but it's not like oh, I've got to do this every time. I know some people are really into it, but, but it's yeah, you know, what that wasn't. I actually haven't. I don't know. I've done, I don't think I've used it in twenty twenty three. It didn't become honestly. a part of your like travel sex toolkit. You can't. You can leave home without it. I usually leave. Yeah, home right. Without it. Um, I was gonna bring it to Big Sur, and then I, I kicked myself because I forgot it. But at the time, I pulled it out, and then I was like, I was looking at the instructions and stuff, and then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta charge this thing because it, you know, it. Now see that's it, new. this one. This I don't, one. I don't have that. This one vibrates on different settings. Might be into that. And there's a there's a wireless remote control. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Not so even wired. So somebody else can be in charge. Yeah, they could even be in another room. I guess you could wear it out. Yeah, they could be across. Do, man. They could be across the table at an Italian dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've definitely thought about that. That sounds pretty cool. I haven't <laughs> done the whole thing where there's like. Because they do, you know, there's obviously, there's like, there's ones that go in the vagina as well. And you can basically ha- have something that's like inserted that you're like, 
out on a date and you've got a little remote control and you're like, like sending some Morse code. <laughs> the waiter comes up and right when she's ordering, you're like, <laughs> I'll take the Alfred. Marsala. Okay, so um, when did I when did I first try this thing? It's been a while now. Uh, we had a special trip. We had a special trip. We were at a hotel, and I told Chrissy, I was like, I'm bringing this thing. I want to finally try it. Off-site. You didn't want to do Off-site. it at home. Off-site. Don't want to desecrate the bedroom. I, I, I charged it at home when I thought I was going to use it and need to be charged, and then I was like, all right, now I'm, I'm ready for this thing. And you know, it's, um, it's, uh, it, it, it goes inside, and then there's like a, what would you, what would you call it? Narrows it narrows so that your sphincter closes around it yeah, so it, it doesn't pop out. Yeah, and then it has a thing on the outside. So it, you can get it out again. Yeah, that like is a... Handle. It's kind of like if you were if you were mounting uh, like a deer head on the wall and like just picture like the, the wooden thing that hangs on the wall that the deer head is mounted to, then you mount on the wall. Yeah. The, what's that called? The flange. Yes, yeah. the flange is right. the word I'm looking yeah, yeah. for. So if you were sticking a deer head up so, your ass, yeah, right. You then, would want to make sure that it was flanged, or else it would get stuck in. It there. would. Get, you would have to get. You'd have. Yeah, to, you yeah. might have to go get a doctor to fish it out. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, but the rest of it is not shaped like a deer head. It's shaped more like Thankfully. a, like, more like a goose head. Uh huh. So if you if I, just it, picture mounting a goose head on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> and no, then I'm taking it off yeah. and it gently. That. That's the only thing well, I've got mounted on the wall. And then, like putting putting lube on it. Lots first. of lube, and yeah. also lube in your rectum as well. Do yeah. you do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, you can kind of know if you're ready. If you're if you're if you're free and clear for oh for a little entry, you know. Yeah, it's like you've and then there's so right there at like. Right on deck. There's not going to be any issues. Yeah, you talking about poop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be. Uh, you want to have pooped earlier and then know that everything's good to go. Right. You don't want to take over a bear cave with a bear in it. <laughs> you, know what I'm you wait till the bear leaves and then you go into the cave. Yeah, like I mean, I, I do. I've literally seen. I was watching the TikTok of a guy going into a cave and then all of a sudden he was just like exploring this cave and then down deep in there there's a there's a damn mountain lion just like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Get, and he was like, oh, okay, oh, I'm gonna get back, that back. cave clear. Man. And you know he did back out. Yeah yeah yeah. He did. He didn't turn tail and run, which you can't do with a butt plug either. It goes out the same way. The same way. You, it doesn't. It's not like you're doing a three-point turn. It's a great in analogy. It. Great analogy. You can grab the flask and just pull it out. The flange. <laughs> and um, unless you've got the model that's attached to a flask. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> slurp it up. So um, we were having some some fun. Okay. In the sexual arena. Yeah. In our hotel. I can imagine what that sounds like. And. Uh, <laughs> just reaccess what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. 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 And um, then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for I'm gonna try this at this point. Okay. So I reached over and like I did a little lubrification. I, uh, in, honestly, in I ways. wish you had brought it because I I would like to see the size of it because you know the kit that I got was three three plugs, one really small, one medium, 
in one large, and, I, and it's a training kit because, yeah. in fact, I listened to one of Emily's episodes where she talked to this I listened doctor to all about before I did this butt too, stuff, just so I would know. And about it was it. The, the like the time that you need to get your asshole to adjust. Over, there's a number of things that are happening. So going, I don't remember how big this one was, but going for it like that's. I, I, it wasn't. It, it was a beginner. Like she sent us that one on purpose. Okay. And it wasn't an issue. Like when I put it in, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it kind of feels like at first it feels like you kind of have taking your, your turtle heading. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little, but then you know that's not what's happening, and yeah, it 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 goes in past like the sphincter, and then like when you so when you squeeze, you're kind of like naturally holding this thing in, just like in a. Just in a normal, relaxed, semi-relaxed sphincter position. Uh huh. And then um, I was turning that thing on, and it was it was it was it was fun. It was a fun little oh wow. And like Christy was, you know, we were laughing. It was playful. Mm -hmm. She's like laughing at my reaction to it mm -hmm. when I like put it in, and then when I I like turned it on. I don't even think I gave it to her. I don't. You didn't let her control? Well, of course you didn't. And not at first. <laughs> not at first. I wanted to like just kind of know what was happening. And then I just put the room. I got it on like a steady setting. It might have had like a, a mild pulse to it. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, it was just, it was an added dimension of sensation to sex. And it was not only playful and fun, but it, once, once I got over the fact, that like, yes, I accept the fact that that's it's the in there, yeah, and it's doing something. I was like, this is fun, and I liked it. Mm. I didn't dislike it. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I liked it. And but the big question for me was, would it help with some sort of um, uh, orgat like the um, what's, intensify? The, the, what's the walnut? What's the prostate the prostate, prostate. Or, prostate orgasm? Mm -hmm. Cuz I was like so intrigued about that last year and I wanted to experience that. Like she I mean, Emily talked that up. It's like it could be explosive. Uh -huh. Like an explosive orgasm and I'm like that was the main motivator for me to try it. Secondary was all the other just the fun and experimentation. Um and but before we got there, we were like uh you know, there was, when you're at a hotel and you're having sex, you're like, you're trying to, we had time, you know, we're kind of drawing it out. We're like, there's, you know, it's right. not, it's not just pick a, pick a position and make it happen. It's like, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's reposition. Let's, let's maybe take a little bit of a, a respite. Let's get a little bit of a, a sip of champagne. Oh. You know? And it's a little bubbly. A little change of position type thing. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just keeping this thing in the whole time. Well, you as know, you there's should. A, there's no reason to take it out. I mean, you can wear this thing to an Italian dinner. Yeah. You just don't want to go to sleep in it. <laughs> oh. That's what I've been told. Oh, well, I want, I want about to go to sleep. I'm <laughs> just saying. Take it out before you go to sleep. Okay. Thank you. Um, and I'm, one of these things, I, one of these times that I was like changing position and I was kind of like, uh -oh. I was trudging across the bed yeah, on my knees. Oh, yeah. You popped it right out. And then all of a sudden, uh, this thing became a like a projectile missile just like soaring across the room. 
This could be GME next year. Hitting the wall. International darts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I was yeah, like shoot butt plugs at the at the map. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it, it bounced off Chrissy's forehead. She's like, "What was that?" No, no, she was in front of me, and like all of a sudden, she was like, "What's that looking face?" I was like, "I have just fired this butt plug halfway across the room. I gotta go. I gotta go find yeah, yeah, it." Yeah. So I'm like rummaging to get the thing. It and happens, like, and um, you know. Shoved it back in there, and then uh, the I didn't experience what I'll call the walnut orgasm. That's just what I'm going to call it. That's what it is in my mind. No, okay. Are it, you it wasn't an orgasm that is brought on exclusively by not, the butt plug, or well, not an orgasm that. that is impacted by the butt plug. I feel like my normal orgasm was not. I don't recall it being like phantasmically exponentiated that's what and that was that was what i was hoping for well if that was the case then everybody would have one every time they yeah came i think i need i might have tried it once since then but it's just a, i don't have it in the right i actually i don't know where i put it oh well like when i was looking for it for big sir and i couldn't find it i'm still being your ass <laughs> you know it's like when you got no, your glasses I, in your hand where are my fucking glasses I, yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been a, it's been in my ass for a year. <laughs> I think you'd probably know. Now, my experience with but I wanted to, I want to go back to it. Well, and it is my more experience of that, like, with special. the orgasm side of, of it that you were talking about. It's twofold because um, I feel like I'll start with the negative and then I'll end with the positive. The negative for me okay. is I feel like, and I think this is probably a mental thing, is I don't feel like I fully accepted it so that I feel like it has this like uh, dampening effect on the orgasm, the moment of orgasm. But then, you know how, and this is both, you know, men and women experience this, um, basically like during the or during an orgasm, there's this like pulsating that happens. And uh, if you look at somebody's butthole when they're orgasming okay. it will be it will be yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the thing right and if there's a butt plug in there that is very intense like that part is very intense yeah. so like yeah, that's post yeah. you're you're right sort of the, like the the second half of the orgasm so i'm kind of torn not literally i use a lot of lube but the i'm torn between the those two things and i and i feel like a part of it is just sort of it's a mental sort of you got practice. I think part of we, it. We both need. I to think practice. one of the things that makes that I'm kind of into as uh, related to it is it does feel a little subversive, right? It feels like oh, there, there shouldn't be something in there right now. But it but looks that's kind cool. of what makes it like a kind of appealing, you know, yeah. to me. And so if you're walking around with it and you well, can't, and if you, you bend over, there's like the flange is kind of a nice. Well, little... you can get ones with tails too. Oh, you can get ones with like a little furry tail. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I want to go so back to it. like a cat. I I I want to I want to find that thing. I want to recharge it up. And this is a good reminder that I want. I haven't done the the powered one yet. So I want to give it another shot. I might have to borrow it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one, you want another voicemail? You want to go down? Somewhere? Well, um, somebody said it was divorce guy <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, East Concerto said splashing. It's all. Divorce guy said, and I did not know what splashing was. Thankfully, Jamie has defined terms for us. 
uh, and splashing. Jamie used to work on Sex with Emily's with podcast. Yeah. Yep, for so, five years. So you, five years. So you you know a lot like, of stuff. You're so bored right now. No, not at all. But it was funny because when you started talking about the butt plug, I put a link on the thing. I think I know which one you're talking about, like specifically. And I wanted to see if I was right. <laughs> uh, we vibe. Yes, that's it. Yeah. We vibe ditto. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got quite a flange. Ninety-seven dollars from their website, and um, is this her proprietary product? Uh, no, no, we this vibe is just one is of her an, big sponsors. Okay. Uh, but I believe the, that f- the. Do fair- I want to accept these cookies? Yeah, right up the ass. Yeah, <laughs> I think that flan. The reason why that flare is so big is it's supposed to hit your uh, perineum. A little oh bit. yeah, yeah. So it gets in the the, uh, the taint a little bit. Oh, I got to get me one of these, Link. Um, back to splashing. Two year warranty. Discreet packaging. And this one comes with a really funny story that I don't know if you remember, but you were there for it. Uh, it's not what you think. Splashing. If you're turned on by mess then this might be the kink for you. Splashing is a kink that involves a sexual response or attraction to being surrounded by or immersed in wet substances. These are often food-based. Based, think what? cake sitting, jello tubs, pudding. <laughs> pudding? Pudding, you're uh-huh. pudding, man. But also might involve non-food substances like shaving cream or anything like that. Uh, cake That, that has a potential to pack a splash. So this wouldn't be... I like the idea of... We sold them. Oil, like getting getting oiled up. But that's different. And the only, I mean, getting really oily is fun, but then like you're like, then you're like, oh, what are the sheets, man? You know, got to change the sheets now because we got like oil on the sheets. Unless you like get like a waterbed and take everything off and it's just the rubber. Yeah. And you get oily on that. Plastic. Never done that. Thought about it. But this is food. And, We'll come. We'll come back to whether or not we think we're into this. Yeah. But I want to tell. I want to tell you a story. I don't remember when this was. It was. It was years ago. We were with somebody who we did not know well, and we were having some kind of like creative meeting. And at some point, it was just. Oh, now I remember who it was, but I'm not going to say who it was. It was in this room. It was in this room. On the podcast? It's not on the podcast. It was a creative meeting that was in this room. We don't have many of those, but for some reason we had that. <clears throat> okay. I think because some element of it was being recorded. And I don't know how this came up. We were talking about so many different things, and it's a brainstorming meeting, so like it, things get wild and you just go everywhere. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I got to show you this video. I got to show you this I, video. I don't remember yet. I got to show you this video. And he turns his computer around, <laughs> and the three of us watch <laughs> a woman, a naked lady, okay, sit her bare ass on a cake and fart. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I not remember this? And because you blocked it out, man. Because oh my God. as we was watching it, he, he was, was embarrassed. He was embarrassed because he was like, "Oh, I kind wrong video." Or? No, no. He was like, "I kind of forgot how sexual this was." Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty fucking <laughs> sexual, man." <laughs> the woman's bare ass. What, what, what kind of cake? <laughs> you gonna say what kind of cake? Yeah. What kind of cake? <laughs> what? Why the hell is that the first thing you're thinking about? 
<laughs> what do you mean? What kind of ass? What am I? What am I supposed to ask? I mean, what kind of fart? I mean, it was just like a white cake, you know, <laughs> like a know. wedding cake. It's just like a white angel food cake. cake. All right, and uh, a, f- a, f- a flat top so you could put your whole ass on it, and then she <laughs> farted. <laughs> and great. I mean. I wasn't not into it, but that really wasn't the point of the story. <laughs> because why, what was his point in showing it to us if you didn't realize I, he didn't He thought it would be funny. Okay, okay, okay. And it was one of those things that you kind of remember, and when you, somebody says something, you'd be like, oh, let me show you this thing. Based on your reactions, Red and Link, I'm going to show I you this now thing. Realizing. And, then, and then he was like, I feel stupid, man, because I, I just got showed you guys like a porn video. <laughs> It, it, I, I can't believe you don't remember, but it was a, it was a good laugh. Anyway. I'll have to, I'll have to, you'll have to refresh my memory. Now you're 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 not really a mess guy. I'm I'm messier than you, but I don't like messes. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not one of those people that like doesn't go to the beach because of the sand, which is actually a really high percentage of the population. Me, me neither. But uh, after sex, I don't, but I, I don't necessarily embrace it. I don't want to have to bring. I don't want to have to wear a hazmat suit after sex. You know, I don't want to have to like. I don't want to have to bring in qualified personnel to do a deep clean. It's just like I think it's the inconvenience. It's the inconvenience. If I could go to a room, right? If I could go to a place and it was like the Pudding Hotel, <laughs> and it was like a place that they had pudding on tap, and I had been there the night before. The beds were f- full of pudding, right? Fresh pudding. The next night that I go, that's after. Th- this is a good idea. Like like a kink hotel, like yeah. you can putting up your whole room and it doesn't matter because we're gonna clean it. We're gonna hose it down. Yes, it's a rubber room. Yeah, it's a rubber room. Everything's waterproof. Maybe every maybe it's lined and then the liner is removed. I think you'd feel pretty. That would make me comfortable if there was a liner over everything. Room condom. Yep. Yep, God's room con. Yeah, <laughs> people probably be, do this kind of thing. This is uh, well, there's like because you don't want to do it at your house. Because I mean, listen, half the time I don't even cook because I don't want to clean up. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. So it's exactly. just like I'm, I'm going to be like throwing pudding all around the room. Can't do that. You got to have a designated place for this. But sitting on a cake is manageable. Yeah, you know. I bet it feels good to sit on a cake bare ass. I mean, it's it it feels good to swim naked. It's just near that. If anything, it's a memorable experience. Like if 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 my wife sits on a cake in front of me, right? I'm gonna be thinking about that for months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like because then you're eating and, the cake, and even in the middle of being like mad at her, like two months later, I'm mad at her. She did something. I'm annoyed. I'm about to yell at her. Then I remember her ass sitting on that cake, and I'm like, "This woman sat on a cake for me." Yeah, I, well, I'm, I can't yell at her, you know. So I, I definitely think that kind of thing it could help with that. <laughs> a lot of assing on to on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just slathered with assing. Well, yeah, we got to get like a maybe there's a hot dog shaped cake because people can make cakes that look like anything these days. It's like a photorealistic, large, extra large hot dog shaped cake. That we then put our butt mustard on, okay, for the commercial, for the commercial, for the inevitable commercial that's going to run as a pre-roll on Pornhub. We make the best. <laughs> we make the best cakes for sitting. Yeah, get a cake, cake sitter. Get a cake. Get the butt mustard. Whatever you, mythical.com. <laughs> whatever you want. Get a babysitter. Room, and get room a cake condoms. Sitter. 
<laughs> Full-size hotel room condoms. Right. It's just a big plastic bubble. You have to blow it up yourself, and eventually it, like, fills the whole room. No, it comes yeah. with a pump. It's a plastic mold. Mm-hmm. It's a bubble with an air compressor. And there's, a like, a, an, an adhesive. Like a reverse vacuum seal. There's an adhesive on the outside of the bubble that is activated by heat. And so you blow hot air into the bubble, and it seals the room. Yeah. You go in there. Pudding, butt mustard. It is. It is bodily fluids. I mean, you're. Oh, but that's the whole point. You're sweating and you're loving it. Oh gosh. And then you just check out. You just check out and you just pull. You just pull the room condom out. Take it straight to the dumpster. There's a lot of waste. This is. We got to work on it. But it's biodegradable. I do not want to walk past that dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> on exit. <laughs> Maybe we provide this service and we come and pick it up. Oh, you're volunteering van. to do the worst part of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We come and pick hey, up. Hey, they pay good money for that. We've come and we'll pick up all the room condoms. We have a big van, a big Sprinter van, and we just just take it, stuff it in the back. We'll take care of it. We come. You come, we come. You come, then we come. You come, then we come. Yep. So we come <laughs> to your house and do this. Any room. Okay. We have a deal with Motel 6, though. Motel six. Because we have a deal with motels because we can back the van directly up to yep. the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't even half the time we're like the trash man, we don't even get out of the van. If you can Can we make the back of the of van us, look like an ass? Yeah, it, so it, when it backs up, it's like then it the ass yes. sucks the in the ass sucks in the room condom. But one of us in, in our early days, one of us has to get out to grab the room condom nipple and attach it to the, just put it into the butt plug. Part. Tie it, tie it. I think we might need There's cowboys. No we need cowboys we for this. We don't tie anything. It's all mechanical. It's all the machine. Uh, I think at first you got to have a cowboy do some sort of a lasso. Sucks it right in the van and then we're Sorry. off. Why not, why not just the van is a, is a sex van and we back it up to your house? Oh, so it's like the bang bus. <laughs> That's what is that what that guy did that we uh interviewed? Remember when we interviewed the guy on here on Ear Biscuits uh, and we like tally? We started asking him about the fact that he was in porn, he was apparently like, he and was we in, were uncomfortable. Yeah, he was in he was in a porn at some point, and it was in a bus, yeah, because there's like a bus. I don't know if they still do this, but bang bus, there was a bus, and it you know, it was all. It was all fake, but it would make it seem like they just picked people up on the side of the road and then had sex with them. Uh, but he know, could a little exploitive. But the, but the thing is, he wasn't. He he did he he didn't perform right. He had a little performance anxiety. I think was the thing. You know. Did we ask him about that? I think we asked him indirectly, and he didn't want to talk about it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I'm surprised we asked him about it. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ear Biscuits is supported by AC Pro. It's blazing hot outside. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows out hot air. The issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. 
You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with an AC Pro. We asked a lot of we asked some hard hitting questions on on that on this podcast that we used um, to have people on. Ha, how, us. I mean, we're already at fifty six minutes, but we we haven't even well, talked about be, that much. Fed. It is going to be a two. It's going to be a two parter. I mean, we're, we're going to talk more so about much fun. some stuff. We're having so much fun. Uh, let's hear another voicemail. Um, because the well, the thing that I want to that the bang bus makes me think about, or like being a porn star, like if I found myself in a bus, ass, and then I was asked to bang, that what I mean. You were talking about exhibitionism right now, right? Which is 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 one of these. Some people really get into this. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Exhibitionism is a sexual kink in which the person feels sexual arousal at the idea or reality of being seen naked or engaging in sexual activities by others. Mm -hmm. I've. I I think I've fantasized about being watched <laughs> mm -hmm. I think I could go here I think I'm open to I guess being a porn star I, well, that's, no, a, I, that's a bit, a bit of a leap is that a leap uh, or just yeah it's like just being I don't know there's something about I mean I, I'm I'm teetering on the positive side of this one like I'm not I'm not afraid of it yeah now I'm not saying that if you put me in the bang bus or <laughs> that I could I mean, I have no idea what I would, if I would be able to do it. And I'm, I mean, that's not taking into account anything about the fact that like I'm, Christian and I are both monogamous and we're not gonna do that, but you know. Well, you could have, I mean, there's lots of people, uh, there's lots of couples that'll do like an OnlyFans and not show their faces, but you've got, now you've got uh, tattoos. I got markings. You got recognizable things, I mean. Uh, but there's, I mean, there's some, you know, people who, you know, corporate executive by day, okay, dominatrix by night, you uh -huh. know, yeah, kind of thing. Uh, so the the door is open. I mean, in, in fact, it's interesting we, to me this because is I, the have most a, I have exhibitionist. This is the most exhibitionist point in human history because of the internet. Yeah, because of the ease with which you can put yourself out there. Um, I mean, obviously, so that's I'm, when you think about porn star, you're actually. You're doing what I do quite a bit, which you're thinking like an old man and thinking that yeah. the step would be to be, really it would be to have an OnlyFans. If you want to show yourself off, I mean, that's, okay. that's the, the, and that would be the thing that you would be considering. I'm just saying. I'm not I, suggesting you do it. I'm not suggesting you not do it, Link. But yeah, I, but I, there's a part of me that is, that likes the idea. I mean, we're already performers, we already put ourselves out there. Um, so I guess I'm comfortable with a certain. I'm like over the judgment of it. I guess I'm I'm confident enough that I don't. I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Is it how much of it is like? Would it be fun? How much of it is an actual turn on? I don't know. I'm. I mean, I, I probably will never know. I and mean, we've talked about before the um, when you go to when you go to a big city when you go to New York and you're in a hotel. Yeah. And there's the hotel across the way or the yeah, apartment yeah, yeah. across the way. Um, I definitely have found myself thinking leaving the windows open will be a turn on. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I like that idea. I, I, I think we talked about whether or not that's like some sort of. Is it a practice? Violation of someone's. Oh. Rental agreement? Well, because if like <laughs> no. you, if yeah, you, if you go out onto the street and right. you show your dick, I mean, you can get arrested. That's indecent exposure. That's like right. And if you know, you don't want someone who doesn't want to see or someone who shouldn't see, right? Um, a sexual. I don't remember where we landed on the whole wind across the across the got, street window situation. Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, I think we backed away slowly, <laughs> and now and we shouldn't go back there. Um, but yeah, there's something as long as. Yeah, there's something intriguing about it, but I'll leave it at that. Where were you going to go? Um, well, this is actually, I, I don't, I just see the title of this one. I think this is about something that's really common that I don't think either of us have done, and so let's discuss it. Listen, y'all, you guys are tall. You have shorter wives. It's about damn time to try bondage already. Not like the scary, intense kind. Like the fun kind opens up a whole new world. Try it. I recommend. So we're talking like... Handcuffs. Like being... Tied to the bed. Being physically restrained, cons like consensually, physically restrained. So then it's like, you, like you, I, I would be relinquishing c complete control. Mm -hmm. And then there's a fun of like, oh, what's... What's she gonna do to me? That that it may be a, like a, fun. a blindfold and a and handcuffs or you know like you have like the cloth things you can tie somebody to the bed. Yeah. I'm so never done it. We haven't done it. We've talked about it. The funny thing is, is that um, with me and Jesse, it always is. We'll try anything once, and but I think that sometime. It's just the inconvenience of it. Like, oh, you got to buy this stuff. Yeah. Okay, we got to plan. Mean, I, yeah, neither it, it, one of us are great planners. We're not great planners. And so mm -hmm. if you want to plan something, you have to you have to make the purchase. You have to have the stuff. You have to say, we're going to do this tonight. Right. But there's no, like, awkwardness at this point in our marriage and really never has been when it comes to, like, well, let's try this or let's try that. We have a very, our communication is super open and our willingness to try things is super high. So I just think it's on us to just be more it's not the openness that's the problem it's the it's the initiative it's actually being like we're going to do this I'm, tonight i'm going to tie you to the bed but <laughs> you, yeah, you know and, what i'm saying i'm going to do it for us it's it's not the openness yeah you kind of you find a way to ease forward into into things and try things and you know uh so yeah we've we're at that point where the, it's not an issue of openness to in general for us it's we're we're very routine oriented. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, if it if it's working, count on it. Kind of a thing. So we don't. Our instinct is not to branch out. We're 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 similar in that way. I think that's why, like the romantic weekend away, like get a hotel room for uh, a night or two. Like I'm a fan of the two night hotel room because then you have you have the whole day. Mm -hmm. And you got the thing that you got to know is that the first sex when you get to like your romantic getaway is going to is is usually going to be the most amazing unless you take care to understand what it could be and that you don't go too wild too early. Because if it's a Friday night and you're going too wild, 
and you're 45, then you're like, you know what? That was a big win. Now let's just hang out by the pool. And it's like, no. Saturday's our, our big day when we have the most time. We're going to take our time, and we're going to have some things that we've planned or some things that we're like bringing to the table, which may include some sort of bondage type stuff or anything like that. Like that's why the butt plug came into play. It was like, all right, I'm going to save this for the second day. It's going to spice things up. I have this anticipation and excitement around it. Um, does that make sense to you? It does. I mean, I think specifically with with uh, bondage, um, I mean, this one is a super popular one. It's like kind of the first thing that people think about when they start thinking about kinks. If it's if we're going to show kinks in a movie, you know, I never watched, uh, I almost said Grey's Anatomy, but <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> My favorite porn. Me uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, but my understanding is that there was some bonded stuff because it's like it's the way to uh, sort of represent like what I might even call an entry level kink, which is why I'm kind of like I'm almost I'm almost ashamed of the fact that I haven't done it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm you should be. I'm kink shaming myself you for having be. not done it yet because yeah. we're both into the idea, both willing to do it, but you got to like get the equipment. Blindfolds is super easy. We do have a blindfold, and we have used that. Because not, it, not it, as much, it, it allows you to focus on different sensations. I believe. I think for me, it's my uh, my biggest struggle in the whole sexual realm is my is my patience and take and taking it slow. I have to, you know, you've seen me eat before, uh, right? <laughs> you, you, you see how quickly I've seen I, you eat food before. Yeah, right. And it's that mentality. I, you know, I take a glass of chocolate milk and I drink the whole thing in about four seconds. And so my personality is very like, you know, I'm moving quickly. And I, of course, I don't, I have severely slowed myself down when it comes to sex because obviously that's not what my wife wants. And I've made it very clear that rarely do, uh, let's just say there's that book, She Comes First. That's That's my policy. She comes first. So I'm not ever skipping out on that right unless it's like an occasional quickie where it's right. just like she kind of knows this is just she's kind of just doing this for me right <laughs> but that's that's pretty rare in our relationship but this mentality but, of pacing things the, out and saying the bondage, we are going to take over the blindfold the whole point to me is that this is becoming a process that's like focused and it's like i'm gonna do some things to your body right now and you're not gonna know where i'm gonna touch you next or what i'm gonna touch you with or how i'm gonna go about doing this and to me that's because we're the same thing i mean i think this is for couples that have been married a long time i think you do get into the routine it's like well we do it this way and then we do this position and if somebody is typically more of the like in control person to relinquish all of that and like if your ankles are tied and your arms are tied and you literally can't move, it's just like a physical, it doesn't hurt, but it's a physical manifestation of this is, I cannot, I am not in control. I, I am I am very interested in that. And I think it's a lot like, it's a little bit like a roller coaster ride, you know? I think that there is a safety, there's an underlying safety, in the same reason I like horror movies and, and roller coasters if they don't make me sick. Is that you kind of know that you're gonna be okay. You're in. Mm-hmm. You're, you're trusting the process. You're trusting. 
I'm not going to get killed at this movie. I'm going to watch someone get killed at this movie, right? And so I, I think it. So well, I think there's an think element there, of that with it, bondage. It, I think there's an element of that with a lot of this stuff. It's like there's some subversive with, shit going down. But with butt plugs, it depends on the velocity of the of the. You could die. You could die from a projected butt plug. Right. Right. But I think that that is the thing. There is this sense of safety that underpins right everything. But you're doing things that. If I was with someone that I didn't trust, this would be a scary situation. And it it is, that's, I think it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to, I think that happens in role play a lot of times, uh, uh, which we can talk about a little bit and whether or not you've done any of that. But I think that there can be situations where like, this doesn't, this situation wouldn't feel safe if it was actually happening, but I'm doing this with my partner who I trust. And there is this sort of intersection of the trust and the subversion that happens that's hot. Hot. It's hot. I mean, it's just, I mean, to me, it makes me think of, like, just talking dirty. Like, I say things that I I don't say in my normal walking life, but in my... Walking life. Getting lay in life, (laughs) I say some stuff. Now, this one says role play, and I don't know what it actually is. Hi, Red Link. My name is Amberlyn, and I have a kink or something like that suggestion specifically for Link and Christy. I think that Christy should try dressing up like Jade and see if she finally gets the love and affection that she deserves and desires. Yikes. I love you guys. Bye. Okay, I'm going to kink shame this. That's not, yeah, I don't, I, that's not, my relationship with Jade is uh, a non-sexual deep connection. Right. It is platonic. Right. Um, but if Christy wanted to dress up like another doggy. Uh, like, like, like a furry situation at this a point. A doggy. Isn't, isn't that one of the things that like makes furry things? Like have a different Makes furry things the way that they are? I don't know, honestly. Well, okay. But w- what is your experience with role play? Like how does that manifest itself? I don't think... In, I, I'm not coming up with any instance where we've had role play. Really? Like, I would have thought that you would have. I mean, surely. Like sometimes I might. Voices. Sometimes I might use a voice. Yeah. But, um, no, I've never like, we've never like, taken on alter egos or like, um, set up some sort of, uh, situation. Like we're pretending to be, uh, well, like the mailman, bringing your mail. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one. We we love to do this. Sorting the mail. Now, I don't do it as much. Can you as help I, me sort this mail, ma'am. I, I don't do it as much as I would like to, but it isn't, and it isn't like a planned thing. But sometimes, like, like Jesse might will be in the bedroom, and it's about you know it's about time to wrap things up for the night. And I kind of come in and I like open the door and say something like, oh, excuse me. Um, I thought this was my room. <laughs> okay. You know, and she knows that like, oh, he's acting like a man who just came into the wrong hotel room. <laughs> and she immediately, you know, she's an actor. She's an actor? She goes, she very much a performance background. She goes into her- Her orgasms are very convincing. <laughs> yes. And she- uh, 
And then we kind of like play that out. And it's most of the time- Impromptu. I'm trying to make her laugh. Are you dressed differently? No, I've of course never not. dressed up. See, because I, I, I think when I think of role play, I think of like the, an extreme version where it's like- uh, yeah, That's again, the, now you, a lot get, of trouble. you get into the trouble and the inconvenience. And we actually, this wasn't necessarily sexual, but it makes me think about, and I told you about this, um, because it happened at the same place. Um, uh, Jesse was out at the ferry. This is right before, right before I heard you and your wife uh, having sex. Oh. I went out there and Jesse was in the ferry circle. Oh, I, it was at that time. Yeah, and I was like, um, I'm going to uh, circle her. And I'd like, I'm a forest creature or something. <laughs> and so I started circling, and I guess you could call this foreplay because we didn't end up having wild sex this like is foreplay. an hour later. But I wasn't thinking of it as role play at the time. But I was just like, I started cir circling her uh, and then I was, well, we kind of like moved out of the fairy circle because we heard you guys and we were, and then we were like, Sorry. and went to a, like a less populated place. And so I was like, this is going to sound so strange, but I was, but I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, you be the forest queen and I'll be the little twig boy. Who's just trying to take a little twig out of the woods. <laughs> and so... So I like this little it, twig. I, I like came out of the woods and I was like, and she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just a little twig, boy. I just would, all I want is just to take a twig. <laughs> all I want is just to take a little twig and be on my way." And so then I'm luring her into the woods I'm into, with my with my little twig. Oh, and yes. And when she gets into the woods, yeah, I mean, little twig, yeah. This is pre arousal, <laughs> and. um I'm luring her into the woods with my, and then, and then when she gets to that woods, I'm like, I'm not the little twig boy. I'm the big bad wolf. And um, so then we like did a little thing. We made each other laugh. And but then what Isn't I really romantic. But then what I this is I mean this is, goes deep. Some Narnia shit. What happens is is that the wolf then realizes that he is the little twig boy, acting like the big bad wolf, acting like the little twig boy. So, so did, you, did you get some or not? Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, like, what? We we had. A, I mean, the fucking inception going on. We here. We had an incredible time just making each other laugh with this with this like role play. But we love doing that. And again, I I quit being the little twig boy and became the big twig boy later. <laughs> uh, and I was no longer using any accent. But sometimes it'll be like, oh, I've got a sort of a weird accent or something. And it's. There's a lot of laughter involved in it. Yeah. We make each, we make each other laugh. I think that's really And then the key I kind of is... drop the voice. Oh, yeah. And then I'm just myself again. Oh. But. I didn't. I thought you meant to drop the voice. Deeper. But the role play Big thing is twig. fun. And I, and I think that it doesn't require any equipment. It doesn't require any preparation. You just come in the door. Oh. You're a new man. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh. Is this is your office hours? <laughs> you know, office hours today, <laughs> Mrs. McLaughlin. Oh, I need professor. some I need some help with my. I need some help with preparing for the next psychology test. Uh, maybe anatomy. Yes, for the anatomy test. Anatomy exam. And then the next thing you know, you're fucking. I mean, after after some conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the playfulness that I we're discussing here. I has I th I think it really opens up so much like the like if you take time to have sex 
And it's not just let me get a let me get a sip of champagne or let me let's just let's let, let's take a lap around the bed. It's like you prolong it, but there's also like conversation. And it doesn't sometimes Chrissy and I would be talking about stuff it's like um it's just like everything doesn't have to be like super sexually cinematic. It can it's just like connection. You're looking into your partner's eyes, you're you're laughing, you're having a conversation, or maybe you're just talking about something that you, you know like you know, you're you're connecting on a cerebral level and you're hanging out with each other and like all of these things can and then you can you can move into a more sensual place and you can you can take a breather and you can be in more of a uh hey we're just hanging out we're still naked and we're going to go for it again in a few minutes but like point. what's the like refractory you, period you, you, know? you you stretch it out you know yeah. and you make it a you don't make it just about the conclusion but you make it about the process and, um, and it can be easier to do that if this, the the uh, the setting and the schedule is a little bit different, like on a on a vacation kind of thing. It can be easier. Exactly, it, it's tougher sometimes. If you're like, oh well, we want to have sex here before we go to bed, and it's just like, okay, this is gonna be difficult to like really commit to. Right, an hour long process here. Oh yeah, we gotta go to bed. Right, we got things we right. gotta do in the morning. And for me, it's like if something, if I want to experiment with something, well, then there's a risk of it not working and then it's like you know and then there's a risk of frustration and there's a you know t timing is involved and um you know it's a whole other discussion of like bringing that getaway energy back into like your normal day-to-day -day or week-to-week or whatever your you know your pacing does your desired pacing is let me uh, can i i'm gonna just i know because we're we're pretty long we're gonna stop here in a second but yeah Jamie did this research for these different sort of lesser known things. Let's go through them real quick. Rapid fire. Give, give, I love that. Give me your re your reaction. Are you into trying this? Okay. Uh, abrasion, a BDSM subcategory. This involves becoming sexually aroused from harsh or scratchy surfaces such as sandpaper or steel wool. A little pain, a little pain with your pleasure. Uh, steel wool, no. Sandpaper, I, I don't like... I don't know. I guess if it was rubbed in the right place, like a cat's tongue, like sandpaper level, like that. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to involve a cat. I'm just saying, uh, um, I don't like the idea of getting hurt. Steel wool rubbed on my skin. I, I don't know about this one. I, I need to know specifically what to do. Um, I'm sure the internet could tell you. Uh, actor hashtag ear biscuits. Actorasty. I don't know if I'm saying that right. There are a number of fetishes that revolve around the weather. Now, these are fetishes, so you kind of like either you're into them or you're not. Like kinks are more like try it. Fetishes is like, do you, is it, or is this your disposition? Mm -hmm. But I guess you can maybe explore it. Uh, the revolve around the weather there's brontophilia, the sexual arousal from thunderstorms, uh, xenophilia, the sexual arousal from snow, uh, actorasty, the sexual arousal from rays of sunlight. No. I mean, I, I I would like to have more sex outdoors. That's as close as I can well, get. Well, the opposite of that is claustrophilia, uh, which is the sexual arousal produced by being confined to a tight enclosed space. The sensation of being physically trapped can lead to sexual gratification for some. The, I think, I'm not claustrophobic. I don't like being in tight spaces, but I think the idea of being like in a space that 
two people really can't fit in, and the only way to get out is to have sex. Hey, this That's is pretty not hot. <laughs> like the key to get out of this escape room is between her legs. Yes, I have the key. She has the lock. That's the only way out. Okay, I kind of like that. Uh, keep going. Okay. Well, I mean, we could have a number of escape rooms. We could have. I'm just saying, if we're going to do this whole um, yeah. room condom thing, and it's actually just a van. Yeah. I think there could also be like a coffin in the van that if people want to get into the small coffin. We also it's also lined. Uh, okay. Yeah. So let's not call it a coffin unless we're going to call it a coffin. This is actually not uncommon. And I think my impression is that the the Gen Zers are really into this. Maybe I'm just old and out of touch, but erotic asphyxiation, which basically is the choking thing. Okay. That seems to be... So you reduce um, your oxygen level to your brain while you're ejaculating or orgasming? Yeah, I mean... I mean, some people end up pushing it so far that they end up dying. This sounds too but, dangerous. But uh, you you guys tell me, isn't this, like, becoming really common? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that you hear a lot. A lot of uh, people are, are, the one complaint is a lot of people just assume you're into it and then just try to kind of go for it. That's stupid. Which is not good because, obviously, you want to make sure people are comfortable first. But also, there's, like, a certain way to do it. Like, you don't want to, like grab on where they can't breathe you want to like do it a little farther out instead of like if you try to grab just where the adam's apple is like you'll actually they won't be able to breathe and they'll pass out but if you do a little light on the like the sides of the neck that's where it's less dangerous yeah just for those who want to do it Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. this is scary um do you not do you think that this is i mean surely this is the case that this is an effect of, of people watching a lot of porn. Like every, everyone's seen this, everyone sees these things done and that's a really common thing to be done mm-hmm. in porn. And people are like, you, you got all these fo- all these young folks watching porn and they're like, I'm gonna try that. And so now it's kind of become this thing that a lot of people are doing. Yeah, 100%. I'm not making a particular judgment about it. I'm do- I know very little bit about it, but it feels, especially well, it's, when it gets into the like, if it's, I'm gonna do this without, Asking without talking about it before mm-hmm. because hell no, that's horrible. This dynamic is something that I've seen in porn, which you know, not to mention we've talked about this uh, before, but like the number of like step sibling shit that's happening in porn right now. That like, <laughs> it's like this is yeah, talk I'd, about subversive. I'd much rather sit on a cake, right? Yeah, yeah. Next, you can choke a cake all you want. Let's not go dangerous. Uh, rapid fire. You might be into this one. Melolagnia. Melolagnia. Okay. Is a fetish that involves being turned on by music. Now, this doesn't simply mean having a go-to Spotify playlist when Which you have sex. I do. I do have that. But rather, experiencing strong sexual reactions in response to music, and also fantasizing about certain songs or genres. Uh, the arousal can derive from a combination of the musical elements, including the singer's voice, beat, repetition, or even the quality of the composition. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. I, I don't go any further than like the content of, like, uh, you know, I like to I like to DJ my sex sets. And it, that's important to me because music means some. It's so much. It impacts my vibe so much. But like, there's certain songs that are like, there's the content is very uh, fan, fantasy driven. 
and it's very specific. It's like it's very visual, now, and very sexual. Do you go all the way to like genuine, like ride the pony? Womp, womp, womp. Uh, that there's because that makes me a bit laugh. of a sense of humor. Yeah, in that. It, now, but yeah. I, I'll, we, we will listen to something like that, but I actually find myself wanting to listen. Like, I, occasionally, I'll pull up like music that I actually don't like that I would never listen to outside of a sexual encounter, yeah. like an erotic playlist, where it's like, oh, this is like something that you might hear in a club in Croatia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is this is a different kind of like Euro thing and there might be some like orgasmic sounds that are like being thrown in there in some ethereal ambient way. Sometimes, that because that makes you feel a little animalistic, but yeah. I would never listen to that music because I like the music, but I feel like that music indicates some sort of action, some yeah. sort of atmosphere and mood. You want you want to go with some some like uh, some sensual drums, right? Whereas if you're listening to like Barry White, can't get enough of your little baby. It's like to me, I'm just kind of like this is just funny to me. Yeah, we, we've done it though, and it does work. It, I have done it as from, well, from, uh, but it's from a, a I'm in a different standpoint. mood. I'm in the kind of like, is this your room? Like, I'm making you laugh, role play type yeah. place. But when it's just like, we at our core are two animals who were put on this earth to fuck and reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you want some, doom, wow. doom, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, that's just. I, 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 I'm a, it's my wreck today, I'm gonna, since we're on the, <laughs> I, I'm gonna give a wreck. Okay, all okay. right. This is my recommendation. Uh, Travis Scott's new album, uh, Utopia. Oh, it's, wow. pre it's pretty damn great. And this is a, you're saying this is a fuckable album. Um, the song I Know, question mark, is, it, it'll, it'll slow things down and it can give you a really cinematic experience. Yeah. Okay, cinematic. It's not... It's not like a slow jam, and it's it's not. Don't get too caught up in the lyrics. I don't. The vibe, the vibe was. That's my wavelength right now. I know. Question mark. Well, uh, that's one of my favorite songs off the album. Uh, I also love Twin Bitches, Twin Bitches, Twin Bitches hopping off the jet ski. Okay, well, that could be an interesting role play. Um, you gotta get a big mirror for your wife, so she can come in with a like a right. life size mirror, and she's twins. She got that twin bitch mirror. Hey, I'm helping. I'm here. Hey, I like we, that. we got a mirror in in the van. Man, we can turn your wife into twins. I'm gonna tell you, it, it, it hurts to fuck a mirror, man. Yo, you got to make the right choice. You got to know if it's the mirror or your wife. Right. <laughs> but it's just really the concept. <laughs> That you're exploring. Okay, well, good album. Uh, I've had a good album. I've had That's a really crazy. good time today. I didn't just because I gave my rec didn't mean it was over. But I mean, we've been going. It's we, almost ninety minutes. We've been going so long. We're gonna talk about sex again next week. You know what? I recommend having sex to this episode. Let us know how that goes. See if you can hashtag ear biscuits. Uh, leave us a voicemail, and uh, if you want to record the whole thing, one eight eight eight. Earpod One. We will not play your sexual encounters on this podcast, even <laughs> so, if you send them. So next week, yeah, we'll be answering more of your sex questions because, man, we're just having too much fun. We might revisit some kinks. Hashtag Ear Biscuits. Join the conversation. Hi. I am just listening to the most recent episode about Link dropping Lincoln off at college. And I just have a question for Link. 
Um, at what point between spilling the Diet Coke and dabbing your son's crotch with a napkin did little Michael show up? Thank you.